Here comes a new challenger. From 8-bit to 35mm, game pads to the silver screen, your favorite video game characters are on a quest to become movie icons. Can they unlock the achievement? Let's go for broke! It's time to press X to reload. Eva, Eva, Hey everybody, welcome back to Press X to Reload, where we climb up to that, that church secret room late at night, close to midnight, lean in close to our favorite video game adaptations and give them a big wet kiss and curse ourselves. I'm Nick Moore, joining with me are Wayne Brissett and Mark Athanis. Wayne. Uh, actually, Nick, if you could refer to me as your twin brother, Snick, for this episode, <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad that that's wow. the word you chose to rhyme it with. That's good. That's classy. Thank you. Yeah. And Mark. Yeah. It's only one letter difference. Oh, God. I feel like I'm drowning in this movie already. Let's go. So we're at the end of our five international films. And if you recall, dear listener, at the beginning of this, I said, let's see some stuff from overseas because maybe being closer to the source material, maybe they get it right where we can't in North America. Maybe they're just better adaptations. It is a pure fluke that this is the last of our five, but man, what a note to go out on. We watched Fatal Frame from 2014. Um, it's a film? Oh, man. I tried to be really positive on these. I don't have any positives about this film. That's funny. I got nothing. This is going to be a five-minute podcast. I, I got nothing. It's a tough one. I got some maybe positive things <laughs> you know what maybe. let's start with you mark hold on to quickly recap the plot for everyone uh there is a curse at a convent slash school i'm not quite sure i guess it's a convent school uh for mm, like middle school something. girls and some sort of curse is killing off the the young teenage girls one by one and one of the many indistinguishable girls has to try and solve the curse uh, before they die next. That's the plot. I only bring this up because I've played Fatal Frame. This is not any of the games. Not one. It's not even close. If th This is the video game adaptation equivalent of The Lawnmower Man. They took the name and that's it. <laughs> I was very frustrated. That's amazing. I don't doubt it's it. Amazing. But Mark, Mark, please save me. What are some positives? Okay. So obviously this movie's got flaws. And I'm sure we will get into some of them. So I will try to say the things I liked. 
at times, <laughs> at times, I liked kind of the eerie mood it had at times. The problem was the pacing on those couldn't hold the suspense because I had no idea who I was following and they took no time to really develop characters until like, I guess the last 30 minutes. So a lot of the girls yep. who are coming under possession and dying, you're not invested in uh, nope. at all. And, and you're genuinely confused because not only is their personality types indistinguishable, but like they're all in the same uniform with all very similar features and all very similar haircuts. Oh yeah. So there are times when it would cut from one scene to another and there would be like a five minute bewilderment of like, am I following the same girl? I don't know. So again, that's going down the bad path, the good path. I didn't mind some of those creepier little elements of like people waking up suddenly and being in a different location or the one really, what I think was the highlight scene for like creepiness is the girl they're all obsessed over is floating over the crowd and they're okay. all passing out. And I was like, I was like, whoa, that, that caught me out of nowhere because I thought it was only like two, two or three girls it was affecting. And then you see the scope of this is like that entire cohort, that classroom. So it raised the stakes at an appropriate okay. point in time in the movie so that when it finally does actually give you two, heroines to try to save the day you understand the scope of what they're trying to save it's not okay. they're just not trying to save a friend they're trying to save their class and then some of the twists at the end while not oh, shattering were at least okay you know for the genre it was okay that's why that happened that's why this happened that's why that happened the brother and sister piece was a little super strange i don't know that i ever fully understood that piece but um yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk about that because I didn't mind the music. Okay. The music. There you go. There was music? Didn't mind. There was music there occasionally. Was music. It was, there was music. very standard, creepy piano horror music. It wasn't bad, but it was very middling. Wayne, exactly. where, didn't mind. where do you stand on this? I already uh, know. Well, I mean... <laughs> Of all the movies we have watched, this is by far the most boring one we've watched. Agreed. This is not an incompetent-made mm. film. It's not mm. a bad film. There no. are films worse than this film, but this is the most boring film we have watched. And I'm not joking when I made the the little chat to you guys when I said it took me three days to watch it. I could only watch about 35 minutes each day. <laughs> I was so bored out of my mind. And then uh, when you guys talked about the music, the reason I made the joke about there wasn't music is because I also made note that there was a lot of scenes that had no music that needed yep. it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and that's why yeah. I was like, there's music? Like, it just was so boring. Um, the payoff at the end yeah. was stupid. I didn't find any of it scary it's not scary at all. It's supposed to be. I mean, I think it is supposed to be. Not necessarily like not scary in terms of like scream for your life or jump scares, but like impending it's supposed to make you like ooh feel uncomfortable yeah. or uneasy, and it didn't work. No, it didn't work. I like I said, just straight up boring, 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 boring. Yeah, I, I really wish I could argue for this film. I try. 
to really side with you've seen some of the films i side with yeah <laughs> and i mm-hmm. got nothing street fighter this was i would watch legend of chung lee again easily yeah. over this film like, even though this it's a, was, it's a bad film it's just moves at, at a so pace that's more entertaining and keeps at you at least awake. it has entertaining moments and you can make fun of it I at least make i'm laughing it was just boring it. Oh, I can yeah, make like fun I'm of laughing this. at the Legend of Chun <laughs> well, but not in a yeah. fun way. Like you yeah. can make fun of it, but are you laughing? It's just mean spirited, really. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like yeah, kicking a three legged dog. I had a couple good laughs though. Yeah. This movie is that were stupid. This is a really rough watch. I didn't find the acting particularly impressive. Everyone's very muted, and I get that it's supposed to be this convent school for girls. So I guess they're not allowed to have a crazy amount of emotion because it'll be seen as an issue. But nobody has any spark of personality for the first two thirds of this. No. And typically, no. if you're going to have a bunch of teenagers running around, that's what I use to differentiate them. Like, if yeah. you yes. had, I don't care who it is, if you put 30 teenagers in there that I'm supposed to follow, even changing the hairstyles isn't going to be enough for me. Even changing hair colors won't be enough, which this doesn't do. None of the, you can't tell me what's Kasumi's trait, what's A's trait. Nope. Like, what is a personality trait of them? They're just ciphers for the plot. They don't do anything that feels remotely human, which made it really tough to invest in them. Especially Aya. And it made it hard to pay attention to which one is which. Yo, know, Aya especially, which... Well, look at look at Corpse Party we just watched. It was all teenagers, and I could separate all of them yeah, and identify they all, had all personality. their different personalities. Yeah. They had awful personalities yeah. most of the time. But we still could separate them. <laughs> right. The, these they were all the same. They were all dull, muted, no emotion. Yeah, just I'll which, take a bad somebody over a nobody. And this movie had a bunch of nobodies. I actually got confused at one point. One of the nuns, when she like the nun that has the brother that she's taking care of, I mistook her for one of the students at one point. <laughs> okay, yes, like I know exactly the I scene keep track. you're talking about because the nun removes her habit and crawls yeah. into bed. Yep. With her brother, and the, the next scene, a girl with the same haircut as the nun wakes up in bed looking for someone. And I was like, oh, she's looking for her brother. And then it took me a while to realize, wait, that's not the nun. Nope. Because that's Aya's friend. They, yeah. They did a jump cut from a girl who looks just like another girl in a different situation, made their situation similar but because there's no real distinguishing thing about them, I was I was genuinely like lost for a moment. I was like, oh, where did her brother go? Why is she screaming like that? And then I was like, oh, it's not the nun. Like that's what it, it was brutal. Yeah. Oh. So let's go over some of the weird things of this. One, it starts with Aya, the the character that everyone thinks is like cursing this place. Aya locks herself also in her the- room. Now. Also, the character everyone is randomly in love with. Anyway. Oh, yeah. They all the fall in love school. with this girl. The whole school seems to be mm-hmm. madly in love with this girl. And I don't get why other than I guess she's got a nice singing voice. But that's I it. I think that's lovely, what did it. Lovely singing voice. She comes across almost like a Wednesday Adams goth character. Yep. But she sings really nice once. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's in love with her. And then she locks herself in her room. Gives no explanation doesn't say anything, as far as I can tell, isn't taking food that they're leaving at the door. Now, I understand if someone goes a day, two days, mm-hmm. three days maybe, but a month passes and she's still in there. 
if it's a school for girls, the girls aren't the ones running it. The nuns are. You're telling me that after a mm. month, the nuns are politely <laughs> knocking on the door, leaving food and walking away. They're not using a key to open it up and be like, hey, are you all right? No one can tell if she's alive in there. And when she starts showing up, or at least a ghost that looks like her starts showing up and afflicting girls, they all assume that she's cursing them. So you're assuming she's a ghost. So you're assuming she's dead. Has no one cleared the goddamn yeah. room from the corpse? Yeah. That's question no. one. No. <laughs> what? Yeah. I didn't like that they made her act and walk identical to the ghost. Right. As if we're supposed to believe yeah. they're one and the same. And it's, it's a like, red man, just, just keep her acting different, more lively, more energetic. Why? Like, even when she's alive, she's moving as slow as the ghost. She's got her arms straight down. She's emotionless, just like the ghost. The only difference is the ghost is a little more pale. Well, the ghost moves in super slow motion. Yeah. When the ghost stands yeah. in front of any particular so student she, and slowly yeah. raises her hand up to their cheek and slowly leans in, like it would take her 30 seconds to touch someone on the cheek and say, free me of the curse. Yeah. 30 seconds. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that ghosts is the only reason this movie is as long as it is. Yeah. Because every scene with the ghost is the slowest, most drawn-out scene with very little dialogue, and it's literally just people being slowly seduced by this creepy girl. But can I... So the first thing I found weird about this movie, (laughs) again, admittedly, it made me laugh (laughs) because I was like, what's the message here? (laughs) Because they keep talking about a curse that can affect only Ah, girls. The the curse that only girls can be affected. (laughs) Yeah, so at the beginning, I thought this is a really weird euphemism for puberty and a girl going through her period. That's what Corinne said first. Because that's why she's locked in her room. She's going through her cycle. And when they said 30 days, I was like, that's a really long period. I don't know what's going on. Like I I turned to Corinne and I said, there's going to be a lot of blood in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Weird euphemism. And then. But I called the real reason. But then, but okay. But then like after that, this curse thing. I was like, is this like a subtle dig that like being a lesbian is bad? It's not because subtle. Because the movie kind of makes a comment. Yeah. <laughs> so the movie kind of makes this commentary that like the first two girls that the, the myth is about, like their love was forbidden at that time. Yeah. Yet the message of the movie is girls who are in love with this girl are dying. So loving this girl gets you killed. Like it's just like it's so – well, weird. It turns yeah, out. Does it affect all girls or just lesbians? It seems to turn girls into lesbians. Because well, all but, those girls were no. lesbians, so it's hard to tell. Except, <laughs> except some of the girls who didn't fall over when the ghost flew overhead. I was like, so there's still a handful of girls who aren't in love with this girl. Is that because they are unaffected by her? <laughs> or they never saw the picture. All right. The scene where all the girls like pass out and then the <clears throat> the nuns are like, they're dead. I thought every girl in that room had died, but it doesn't look like they oh. did. No. Because they no. didn't say anything about it afterwards. And now I can't tell if that was a hallucination and the one girl left standing was the only one being affected. That whole scene is confusing. No. To me. I thought that was the girls passed out. <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought it was the girls passed out because the nun finds her face and they show you a girl 
take a photo of her face on her phone that gets passed around so all the girls see her. So it would be a weird hallucination because that's a very Fair. specific okay. way of telling you that that photo got on a phone. It's just really weird. But it, you're now, right. It's, the it's actual really curse, because she says, free me of this curse. The curse isn't to the girls who are dropping. It's the the dead girl who turns out to be the twin sister of Aya. That's why they look alike. May and Aya. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nick and Snick. Maya and Aya. Nick that, and Snick. Okay. Can I, can I just say that twist at the ending is ridiculous. Yes. Dark. Yeah. But it's ridiculous. Dark. That's a, it's ridiculous, but dark. Like, and I think it's partially ridiculous because it's so out of the left field dark. Like nothing about this movie is, I mean, yes, people are dying, but like, it doesn't feel that dark. And but when you find out what kicks this off, which is yeah. too it's much. Like, yeah. It's a twist on the yeah. twist. Which- like, I was point. on board when you're thinking, okay, maybe the the mentally challenged gardener has done something wrong, killed the girl, thrown her in the water reservoir, and the the dead girl who's in the water is calling people to that reservoir to try and find her, and the gardener's sister, who is a nun working at this convent, is murdering any girl who gets close. I was like, that's a twist I can get behind. But for it to, mm-hmm. no, 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 that's not the case. The gardener just came across the body in the water already because the mother superior is being haunted by a girl that she had a suicide pact with, didn't follow through, is now being haunted by the ghost of the girl who drowned. So she decides, well, I'm going to give her someone to play with, specifically finds twin sisters and then tells them at the age of like nine, one of you is going to have a wonderful future here. One of you has got to die. I don't feel like figuring it out, so you sort it out. And as soon as one of them volunteers, she, she just that immediately girl grabs right it. into the that, water. Didn't even that hesitate. The second scene that made me laugh because she eats her into that water so fast. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I guess it should be me. I'm older. She's like, yeet, and just like throws her overboard. The fact that she does that, so that's a second twist when you already thought that yes. the brother had done something and the sister was trying to protect him by covering it up. This second twist unravels the first one. Cause I'm thinking, all right, if the mother superior threw the girl into that water and drowned her, why does the, the underling nun care to hide it to a point of murdering five no other girls that come across it? That makes no sense. Like, does she, well, so here's the- is she wrong? And she does think that her brother did it. Is that what's See, happening? Maybe. So, you know, it's really funny. <laughs> I was confused until you said that theory. <clears throat> now that you said that theory, I feel less confused because I think that, that, that that's what it is. Yeah. But they don't clear that up. She never – she says that she has to protect her brother, but she doesn't say why. If she'd said anything about, you know, what you did, right, like implied that mm-hmm. he did something and he's just – again, he's not enough right in the head to be able to defend himself or explain himself. I go, okay, she's trying to put the dots together. But she doesn't. And then near the end when she's trying to get away from the water reservoir and she sees other people out in the woods, she lets her brother drown anyway. And then she drowns with him. And, mm-hmm. What the yeah, hell is that? That, that well, I think I think that's really I think she saw sense to me. That looked like police coming. So I okay. think she realized the police are going to catch us. We're in trouble. I'm just going to let us die instead of getting caught. But you have to make so many stretches of like logic to get to what they're trying to show you. <sighs> so again, 
I had a different thought. Oh, man. <laughs> I thought that those were like Boy Scouts on a I thought trip. so too. <laughs> when they when they let so each other old. die, then I was like, it must have been authority or something like that. It might not have been. It could have been Boy Scouts. I, I don't know. Like, so sure. Five's just my like, limit. I can't kill a sixth one for you. It's too many. You gotta go. Right? Like she just you know your limit, play within it, and she was done. She tapped out. That's my theory. I don't know. Yep. It's just as good as any other theory about this movie. Like there's things about it yes. that I find interesting. The idea of this curse where you get drawn yes. to this photo of this ghost and when you kiss it, you get whisked away to whatever nonsense the ghost takes you to. That's a neat idea. But they don't yeah. build an entire story around it very effectively. Yeah, they there, really there's, don't. There's there's an idea for a potentially good movie in here somewhere. Mm-hmm. I just think the pacing and... Like the pacing, the lack of character development. You know what? Even if you executed it better, the multiple twists at the end probably would it's too could much. be pulled off. It's a hat on but top of a hat. it could be pulled off. Yeah. It is, but you could do it if you explained the brother-sister dynamic earlier on in the movie so you okay. understood her motivations, thinking he did something and him being un- unable to say what he did. And then him being haunted by that ghost too when he sees her in the forest at the end it explains his thought process of ah i could finally solve this i'll put you back in the pond right so it would solve it but they never again they don't do a good job explaining it and developing it and plus after the big like double twist reveal the person she tells just like oh well curse is lifted okay. see you later like let's I talk like, about okay, miss wait, mary what? What yes, the good we? god is Miss Mary? She's I wearing. Don't know. I don't know. She's hanging about town wearing some weird nurse uniform. All the kids know that she's weird and don't talk to her, but she warns them about mm. the curse. Then they come to see her because she warned them about the curse. And she's like, oh, yeah, that curse. Yeah, whatever. That's not really real. I was just talking about stuff. And she takes off her weird nurse outfit. And I guess it's one of five working and jobs wig. she's got going. And mm-hmm. she implies that she went to the same school as them and she just knows stuff. Then she shows up at the end after the double twists and everything. She is one of the only characters that in a different outfit I still recognize because she had personality. She had swagger. Exactly. She shows up. Yes. I know exactly who it is. When mm-hmm. they talk to her, she's like, what are you talking about? I never went to this school. Why would you ever think that? And walks away like she conned them. But I'm like, conned them out of what? Then goes yeah. directly but into then- the Mother Superior's office gets a complete yeah. confession out of the mother superior and, and does nothing with <laughs> it. Just, oh, okay. I, <laughs> what? I thought she was like a reporter. Undercover. Getting Maybe. a story. Yeah. But then but it, she it's not. She She's might be. just a weirdo. <laughs> no, she <laughs> might be. <laughs> we One don't know. Many jobs. She, she could be a cop. Just she could be a reporter. She could be a nurse. She could be the FBI. Yeah. What she really the director. burns me about this. <laughs> Either give me a film where there's a catharsis or not. And mm-hmm. this has a catharsis for Aya being able to reconcile with her dead twin sister. It has it for the comeuppance that the nun and her brother get because they have their downfall. But the mother superior makes no sense. She gets away with it in terms of like no one knows that she's committed this original murder. But the motivation for her murder was I'm being haunted by my dead lover. I'm going to give her someone to play with so she leaves me alone. She doesn't say whether or not she's still being haunted. So either it didn't work and she's still being haunted 
or it worked. It worked, and now that Maya has made peace and gone off to the afterlife, is she gonna throw another twin sister in the water and start over? Like makes sense. I would. Well, <laughs> so <laughs> in talking about uh, they give no the, resolution. But yeah, and, and in, talk, in talking about that like cathartic experience at the end of the movie, this movie's ending is awful. Yeah, it's so awful. The two the two girls are reconciling. Okay, you know we've we've been through this thing. This is crazy. What are you gonna do? Here's what I'm gonna do. And then it gets to this scene where she's like, gonna take a photo of you. And I guess this little boy's camera takes photos of ghosts. And although all of the ghosts seem completely content and happy now. She is sad and doesn't take the photo, goes to kiss Aya. Gets rejected. And Aya reminds you, <laughs> but Aya reminds you that Aya said, I'm not attracted to girls. And so yep. Aya is just like, what are you doing? <laughs> and that's how the movie ends. I know. What was that? You know what the irony is, is that that camera, when she looks through it and sees the ghost, is probably the only fatal framey thing it um, is in the whole movie so, regarding Fatal Frame. That's what yes. drove me nuts. So, Fatal Frame. Explain the it's game. It's a game. Yeah, explain the game. Where you're looking for your sister in the first one. You're going into this creepy mansion, whatever, and you have. And I know it sounds hokey, but the camera obscura. And this camera has magical properties. I can't remember how they explain it to make it not sound ridiculous. But it can not just see ghosts, but if you take a picture of one, it acts as an exorcism. So it's the only defense you have against the ghosts that are coming after you. Now, I don't expect an action spectacle where she's snapping off pictures and mystery, man. catching murder up mystery, in flames. Thing. But a murder mystery, exactly, would have worked well. Mm-hmm. And having maybe more than one ghost to deal with. And, you know, <laughs> do you exercise one or not? Can you work with this ghost? Those could have been interesting things to do. And the games all do that. This literally borrowed a camera that can see ghosts and the title. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> That's it. Well, I can't call this an adaptation. It's not. This is this is like when you see a movie poster that says inspired by true events. Go f- yourself. You're not even close. Yeah. <laughs> this is Frank Duke saying he was in the Kumite. Oh, was there a Kumite? <laughs> like that's what this is. But at least that made a good movie out of it. If you're yeah. gonna make things up, at least make it good. Mm-hmm. Oh, this movie was frustrating for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Couple oh. couple parts that made me laugh. When he when the brother is carrying I can't remember her name to the uh, water I, treatment there. Oh yeah. And there's this open, clear path all the way, except for one little mud puddle. <laughs> and he just instead of going around it, he's got tons of room, yes. <laughs> it's this long drawn out shot of him slowly slugging his way through the mud pit and it's just like why man this thing's only like two feet by two feet (laughs) and it was the slowest walk through this mud for no purpose other than to put mud on his boots so someone could be like you were at the water treatment plant (laughs) yeah so scary was then at the end oh my god when aya is in the water and she can't get in (laughs) right and then her friend finally shows up and she just she just reaches and puts her hand and Aya grabs it. Oh, yeah. Means yeah just if you were the in there, you can dying, just reach up and climb. You can literally just grab that ledge and pull yourself up. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Like, she didn't. Yeah. It's not like she hung over and then had to really no. 
mermaid nope. dive out of the water to try to reach the hand. She literally just put, crouched. Put Think her back hand, to the and she flashback. Up and grabbed it. The flashback with Maya and Aya. Aya yes, can almost reach to her sister yeah. when they're like eight years old. Yeah. So you're telling me when you're yes. in your teens, you haven't grown tall enough to just reach up and climb up well, that ledge? I think when she reached up and, and grabbed her actress, hand, it was actually higher than the ledge. And, and the like, actress who plays Aya is like noticeably tall. Like she's yeah. noticeably lanky. She's taller she's than tallest everyone I've ever seen. Yeah, she's the tallest yep. one of all. Yes. yes. I did enjoy... She gets into the water and has this heartfelt reunion with her ghost sister and her ghost sister gives her a hug and she's like, I'm going to stay with you forever. And she's no, 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 you have to go now. And she leans back to see that she's hugging the decaying skeleton (laughs) of her sister and her scalp and hair peel right off. So that was maybe one of the best legitimately good moments of the film. I like that. That's a perfect example of going back. Of going back to why I said the horror element or the 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 feeling of you know intense or I'm scared it didn't work in this film because the actors no weren't scared no or terrified of anything that, that was a happened. tender moment a ghost would show up and they still have the same blank face just staring at the ghost you find a, a decayed body's in your hand and you're still holding it watching it go into the water like no the characters aren't scared so why would I be it's know? true. And you can describe it as they're having this hollow, sunken feeling of dread, but I don't feel like any of them have the chops to pull that off in their expressions. No. So it it doesn't really work for me. But here's the thing, and this this is maybe the weirdest part to me. I I perceived when they saw the ghost girl, they were happy because they're infatuated with her. So they Mm -hmm. were like, oh, my God, there you are. And like they're (laughs) running after her because they're so happy (sighs) to see her. And it's not until after she's like lift this curse from me that they all become like catatonic afterwards, and then they have zero expression. They're never scared when she shows up again. They're just like, <sighs> and then they pass out or something. Like I, it's so weird. When the other girls wanted to actually kill Aya, I thought this was turning into like Lord of the Flies. Yeah, it, it, it didn't go that route. But I that would have been an interesting moment. Quickly, when they were like, "Let's kill her," I was like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> and then they they were ready to kill her. I was like, oh, my God. Again, that became one of the, like, I understood the scene, yes. but, like, kind of out of left field dark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it was just, again, Lord of the Flies. They threw rocks through her window. She flees. They track her down, and then they push her down, and they're like, with no expression, not anger, not, like, frenzy, just nope. kill her. Then we'll all be safe. And you're like, whoa, yes. whoa. Like, why is possessed. this so it was dark? Weird. Yes, it was so very strange. Now, my two favorite moments, I got two that legitimately entertained me. One is early on Mm. when Aya's friend who tries to kiss her at the end is going to sneak into Katsumi's room so she can look around and look for clues. And she waits till everyone's asleep and waits till the nun sneaks by and then clumps like a goddamn racehorse (laughs) over to the door. I'm like, all right, you're not very good at sneaking. But when she gets inside Whoa. there, she's even worse. She's not sneaking through it. She's like tossing the room, throwing crap around. You'd hear that during the day. Worst mm-hmm. thief ever. But nothing <laughs> beats. That's nothing beats the shaman. We've all forgotten the shaman. Oh, oh my God. I forgot all about that. <laughs> the shaman who can like, the shaman. communicate through the dead. It's so weird. And out of, who, out of when left they've field. Got, 
I can't remember which girl it is, but they've got one of the girls that they've actually caught wandering around. They've got her on the, like laid down on the couch and he says, okay, I can communicate through the dead. And he pulls his arm up like he's a surgeon pulling on a surgical glove and goes, I'll talk to her. And I'm thinking, are you going to wear her like a Muppet on your arm? (laughs) (laughs) What is happening? Oh and my then god, I love that we his, have the same thought. His claw of a hand, he touches them, and it is one of the only truly neat ideas in it that Risa is talking, but it's his lips moving and her voice coming out. I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah. Yes. But the setup for it of, I'll talk to her when he's uh, about to wear her like Kermit again, though, killed was me. also I, too long and drawn out because yes. she was saying the same I, thing. Oh, help me, help me. me. It's like, okay, we get it. I had the same thought nick which is so funny because when he because he doesn't even fully pull up his sleeve he just kind of like takes his arm and slightly pulls the sleeve up just to expose a little bit of wrist and i was like I thought he's gonna get wrist where's deep. he about i was like where's he about to touch her like where is I he know. putting his hand because he's just clearing just enough room and it was just such a weird yeah that was such, such a weird, weird choice that, that part woke me up on that, that part yeah. woke me up <laughs> Okay, but can we please, 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 please talk about the best part of the movie, Hamlet the Musical? Okay. When was there ever a Hamlet the Musical? With, I did write down at least one line, uh, by his cockle hat and staff and his sandal shoon. What the f*** is a shoon? I don't even know what that is. They perform... They perform. I don't even think it's the whole play. They literally seem to just be performing Ophelia's scenes in Hamlet as a musical. As a musical. I was laughing so hard. I've never heard of this. (laughs) At a a nunnery wanting to perform (laughs) a Shakespearean tragedy, but not all of it, just the parts about Ophelia Mm. based off of the myth of two lesbian girls who died there. Like, it's yeah. just the funniest, like, weirdest I... choices. And I was it laughing was really so weird. hard. I was laughing so hard. Oh, my God. Hamlet the Musical like, was the, musical, the equivalent of, like, Rogers the Musical for the Avengers. It's like, what is going on? This is bad. <laughs> That's a lie, because I enjoyed that way more than this. Fair. <laughs> They have that playing live and now in uh, Florida. You can always go check it out. I might. I think we're all in agreement. This was not great. Uh, no. Almost the most boring, the most expressionless film. A lot of scene. things better. This was yeah. hard to sit through. I started this movie at 9 o'clock, and I, I paused a couple of times, but I finished it at midnight, and... This movie says it's an hour and 45 minutes, and it somehow ran three hours. I didn't pause Mm -hmm. it that often. So I think it actually stretched time. This movie is a time And no joke, there were so many times I'd look at the, I'd pull the bar up, and I'm like, there's 40 minutes left? I know. Then then 20 minutes would go by, and I'm like, wait, there's still 20 minutes left? What's (laughs) left to tell? Then 10 minutes, then Uh, five minutes. I'm like, holy s***, what is left to tell? And you find out there's nothing left to tell. Yeah, there's nothing. Uh, (laughs) I could 
They've Endings been telling are important. You a lot I could forgive a lot if the ending managed to work, but it doesn't. Mm-mm. Don't watch this film. It's not the translation we watched. It's the film. It's not an incompetent made film. It's just a boring film. Boring. It was so far off from the source material that I spent 10 minutes online looking up to make sure, did Tecmo actually produce this? Is this really an adaptation? It is, but it isn't. No. <laughs> just blah. It's poo-poo. I just can't. Anyway, one of these days we got to go through our, our top 10 and maybe bottom 10. Well, we inch closer to 100. So yeah, we've got to hit at least dot, 100 dot. before we do that, I think. <laughs> here's, but here's the thing. Right now, I couldn't answer if I hated this more than Gamer. I did. I don't anyway, hate this film. That's for Gamer, I had at least fun watching it. It was bad. But I, yeah, this, I, don't know. I wish I could go back and unwatch it because I gained nothing from it. But yeah. eh, when eh. we come back after a break, we will go back to traditional video game films. I don't know what all of them are going to be, but I know one because I'm really super excited for it. Let's see if super. Chris Pratt can do an Italian plumber's voice. I really want to see no our third Super Mario film and see if the third time is the charm. I thank you for joining us and listening to us on Press X to Reload. I have been Nick Moore. With me, as always, have been Wayne Brissett and Mark Athanas. Gentlemen, thanks for having me. We'll see you in the next one. Catch you next time. You've been listening to Press X to Reload. Today's episode featured the voices of Mark Athanas, Wayne Brissett, and Nick Moore. Our theme music was composed by Jack Fierick and performed and realized by Sam Fierick. If you like what you've heard today, subscribe and never miss an episode. Or tell a friend, leave a review, we'll take all the bonus XP we can get. If you have suggestions or feedback, you can contact Nick Moore via his email, retrogamingfool at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next stage.